the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Now, this is Solomon speaking. And he gathers together the elders and he begins to tell them something. He says, you know how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord, his God, because of the wars which were fought against him on every side until the Lord put his foes, until the Lord put his foes under the soles of his feet. Now, this message that I've come with has got two approaches. There's a, there's a doctrinal approach, which I'm always very tempted to go into. But because I already do a good job at that, the approach that I'm taking is more revelatory because this is a prophetic message God gave me for the church. The prophetic message came on Wednesday when we were praying. I was about to give it in detail there, but I realized it would be better to contain my vessel since the spirit of a prophet is subject to a prophet and then can give it on Sunday. So, it says, you know how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord, his God, because of the wars which were fought against him on every side until the Lord put his foes under the soles of his feet. David was a man of battle. David was a man of war. That's why even his songs were about battle and war. A lot of them, right? Did you, did you see how David could just switch? Like he could be talking, oh Lord, shan shan who called in from Noah, me my enemies. <laughs> he, would just, he, would come, he talks about how he loves the Lord, then he would just come add some line about enemies. The man knew what he was going through. And he was a man of war. He was a man of many battles. But then we are told something interesting about Solomon in verse 4. We are told, but now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. If I were you, I would start translating this out of my spirit like I'll start translating it and applying it where I need to apply it initially I prepared my notes in a doctrinal manner and I'll send those but there's a revelation 
that I want us to catch for our lives today. Um, there was a time when COL was all about battles. It was all about battles. We struggled to find our feet. It was one thing or the other. One thing or the other. One thing or the other. There was a period where every Sunday I used to sing the following song. And I love it, by the way, and I still do. I used to sing it every Sunday. You are the balm of Gilead. Right? You are the rose of Sharon. And the part I really meant was you are my peace in the midst of the storm. And I'll be honest with you, one reason I was singing it was because it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to leave the church at that point. We had no it. We, we had struggles venue-wise. We, we had an incident that led to us being, let's just say we went from being a registered church to, to an unregistered church. Now, imagine everything happens in one day. And then on the same day, I'll never forget that day. The same day that that incident happened for the registration and another church, I don't know, they had found a loophole of some sort and they got our, our initial name was City of the Living God. And when we wanted to take the legal route, it was discovered something had gone wrong. One of our team had been cheated. So next thing I'm having... Some big people from certain offices come into my home and saying, look, it was the devil that entered me. Like the devil entered you. <laughs> That's the day I learned how to be as cunning as a snake. That's the scriptures. And as harmless as a dove. The man had something I wanted. But then privately in certain offices I'd been told that if I could help them implicate him and get him fired, they would help me. He also told me if I don't get him fired, he would help me. Found a way to use both. By the grace of God, he was fired. No. No, he had to be. He had to be. He messed with the wrong pastor. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, I, I remember the day I got that news, and then next we received a call, and we're told we've been like, released from the venue that we meet at. We're no longer allowed to meet. And that day I was going to DMI to preach. Guys, that day I taught on spiritual warfare. I, I was not, <laughs> that's not the message I had initially. I was just preaching what was burning. I kept preaching. <laughs> and that's, that night I had a dream that just, that night something strange happened. I told the leaders saying, guys, today we are going to pray. Like, have you ever, have you ever decided like, today God will hear me? I don't know if you're hearing me. Why the angels will be like, God, answer this man. <laughs> I said, we'll bang on the door. And then for some reason, I gave a specific time. I said, we're starting at 23 and we're ending at 02. Non-stop until this issue is resolved. 23 reached. I went on my knees, dozed off. And then 
at 0159 i had a dream and in that dream i dreamed that the door which had been left open like the loophole which had been left open which had allowed for thieves to enter i dreamed that i went and closed it and i woke up and it was zero to god was telling me something that was going to happen and i could tell i was in the midst of deep spiritual battles so sometimes i would come to church and i would look at the people thinking so next week i won't have where to bring these people or so <laughs> how these guys would just discover we are not registered yet or this and that just everything like some like boom 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 and i would get like little breakthroughs i don't mean little in the context of that they were not big but i mean they were not solving the whole issue have you ever time where it's not like solving the whole issue it's just solving part 0.5 and i would celebrate them and i remember one time i went to pastor osagi pastor dr patrick osagi and i was telling him this has happened and then he said and you know he looked at me and he made a prayer which made me realize why god made me sleep that day he made a prayer lifts his hand and says god the son frederick keeps having too many battles Give him rest. Amen. And I was, I was thinking, isn't he going to clap for me for how I've been fighting these battles? There are a lot of us here who, honestly, when it comes to faith, we can mark because you've been trying. There are some listening to me who, just the fact that you still attend church, in itself, in heaven, they're applauding. It's a miracle. Because some of us who are listening have been praying over certain matters for some time. But it feels as if it's one thing today, one thing the next day, another thing the next day. Who's ever had that period before in your life? Where you wake up, it's this news. The next day, it's that news. Or when you see a text, you don't even want to open it. You see a message from Airtel. That's to find they're telling you. They're giving you another message. Praise God. But then let's look at what happened with Solomon. So David fought many battles. And there are people listening to me who have been fighting many battles. Then Solomon says, but now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. There was a purpose for this rest. Look at the next verse. And behold, I propose to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spoke to my father, David, saying, Your son whom I will set on your throne in your place, he, will, he shall build the house for my name. That means David's battles were not in vain. Solomon's rest was because David fought. And interestingly, his rest came with a period of immense progress. Because during periods of war, even historically, there is not a lot of progress that's made. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for progress? Are you ready for rest? I came to prophesy to you today that the Lord is giving you rest on every side. It's the word that God is saying. He's giving you rest on every side. Rest. Rest. In your business, rest. In your academics, rest. Rest. 
in any matter that concerns you, the Lord is giving you rest. Lift your hands and say, I receive rest. Say it again, I receive rest. Now let me show you from the New Testament. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. Jesus says, Matthew 11 and 28, Come to me. In 20, please give me 28. He says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you Oh, you need to say it like you mean it. He says, come to me, all who labor under heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What did Jesus want to give him? What has Jesus come to give you today? Let's continue. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find for your souls. Why? Next verse. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now there's a challenge here. There's a challenge because some have been exposed to teachings that the price to pay for being a believer is that you'll have to fight devils every day and you have to have tribulations and fights every single day. Now there's a proper doctrinal context for that. However, what did Jesus conclude? He concluded that for him, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. That's what Jesus said. His yoke is, his burden is. So if you've told yourself that, no, for me, my life, I'll need to really, really, ah, what has Jesus said? His yoke is easy. His burden is light. What if there are big things you need to move? Then he'll give you bigger muscles. Because his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Rest. Rest. So if you've been laboring and you've been heavy laden, there is a laboring which is as a result of the curse. God, of course, created man and he gave him a mandate to work. But that work was to produce fruitfulness. But then when the curse came, it was that he would work so hard and get so little out of what he's working. That will not be the case with you. In the name of Jesus, you enter the realm of rest. Where you settle. You settle. You make progress. You rest. Tell somebody, rest. Tell another one, rest. Praise God. Praise God. There are some people listening to me who you've been failing to sleep. Listen, you need to start setting five alarms now. Let me say that again. I said you need to start setting five alarms because the Lord is giving you rest. I say, Pastor, but you didn't sleep. <laughs> no, I'm going to go sleep. It was, a, it was a conscious decision because I know myself when I'm just enjoying the rest of God, Ah, we can go. Upper so this one I would have been waking up. Lift your hands and say rest. rest. Say it again, rest. rest. Scripturally, endurance must be for purpose of enjoyment. So you've endured. Now enjoy. In the name of Jesus. I declare rest. Somebody say rest. rest. 
Rest. Now, what scripture would we stand on? John 19.30. This is the more doctrinal side, but I'll just read a few verses. John 19.30 says, When Jesus had received sour wine, he said, It is finished. The question is, what was finished? John 17.4. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I've glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. So to know what was finished, you must know what were the works of Jesus. So I can give you two examples of the works of Jesus. First John 3.8. It says, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. What am I saying? There is no devil, there is no wizard, there is no principality, there is no witch, there is no harlock, whatever you want to call them, that can get up today and say, from now on, Rachel won't be sleeping. Not with what Jesus did. The reason he was made manifest was to destroy the works of the devil. Tell somebody rest. You know what's going to start happening? Well, even when you're doing spiritual warfare, you're enjoying it. I don't know if you're hearing me. Have you ever played football with a baby? <laughs> That's where you show off your skills. Like, when you're playing with your colleagues, you can't do to Mapomo. When you're playing with a baby, come, hey, shut You hit the ball there and overtake them. Have you ever done sports with a baby? Well, you put them there and you put yourself here. You even give them a head start, eh? And then you're just running like, da, 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 da. Why? Because you're at rest. I don't know if you're hearing me. Ladies and gentlemen, God sent me to announce rest. 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 So if you've been very devil conscious, that has to come to an end. You need to be Christ conscious. Because there is rest for you. Somebody say rest. Say it again. Rest. Rest. Tell your neighbor, rest. rest. Let's have one more verse. Psalm 127 <laughs> and verse 1. Unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain who build it. I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. I'm, super I'm super productive. None of my labors are in vain. When I labor, I reap rewards. So he says, unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain. They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Next verse. Verse 2. It is in vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For he gives his beloved sleep. What's that indicative of? Rest. Say, I am at rest. I don't panic. I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I don't lean on my own understanding. Therefore, I'm at rest. Can you imagine you, you enter the plane and you, and you want to start 
calculating in your mind how it's flown. No, there's this, there's this, there's this, so that you can see if they're doing the right mathematics. No, you rest. And you trust your hands in the and you trust your life in the hands of the pilot and the plane. How much more trust in your life in the hands of God? Say, I'm at rest. Psalm 23. We know this one, right? But let's look at it. It says, and I want us to read it together. And where you see anything indicative of rest, let's let's speak. What will we do when we see anything indicative of rest? Sorry? You guys love clapping, right? Okay, let's go. Psalm 23, verse 1. 1 to 3. Let's go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh no. <laughs> I think we've got some warriors in this place. Eh? <laughs> okay. No, but maybe they had a revelation. Maybe their revelation was the part that said, though I walk through. Because perhaps it may be that there are so many people settling in the valley of death. And yet they're just supposed to walk through. Maybe it's a shortcut. I don't know if they're hearing me. <laughs> perhaps it's an easier route. Remember, the land of giants was a shortcut. Let's continue. Yea, though, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Uh-huh. You prepare people before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. It's okay for you to turn to your neighbor and laugh. You know what I mean? It's okay for you to give another one a high five and say, Yeah, rest. So, let me then tell you what happened, right? So, Pastor prays for rest. And we'll have one more verse. We'll have 1 John 5, but then. And just so pastor prays for us. And um Pastor Dr. Cholwe, my pastor, had called for a meeting for pastors. By then we were not connected. And I enter. And by then, I think our membership had stayed hitting 200. And then he says something. He says, how can you be a church of 200? You don't have an office. You're not serious. 
had two options. Option number one, does he know how hard ministry can be? Because, and then option number two, take it as an instruction. So I decided to take it as an instruction. And I decided I'm looking for an office. That's that particular week. And then, that week, my car dies. Not as in breaks down, it, di- it died. I think I've told you this story before. It died, like it died. It, died on the, it just died. Like you, We even heard it die. We heard it breathe. It's like, <laughs> and I made a very bad financial decision. I was so, so not at rest. You see why you need to be at rest? I was so not at rest. And when the mechanic came and checked it, I literally told him to give me a three pin. He gave me a three pin and that's how I had. Yeah, so now I had no car and I was looking for an office. <laughs> Don't make decisions when you're not at rest. Have you ever been so upset that let's say you've lost money that you go spend the one you have? You take it out on the one you have. Or you feel like you're so broke that you just want to go finish it. Like, okay, let's just finish it and see what happens. That's <laughs> why so you need to be at rest. <laughs> You've been there before? Like, TV City. <laughs> That's why one habit you have to be careful with is if you stress shop. <laughs> why you shop when you're stressed? Things are rough, shop. <laughs> Anyways, let me continue. So, um, I had a prayer session with God. And you know, I've had some interesting sessions. Have you ever had a session where you're like, okay, maybe this one will take so many hours. And then God just like answers. Like, before you even start, he tells you. So it was one of those. And I'd say to God, I said, God, you know what I've done with that car. You know the people I've helped. And he just asked me, what do you want? So I told you. And said, okay, fine. It will happen. Then, three days later, that's how I got my next car. Remember that black Harry I used to have? That's how I got it. The day I got it, you know when you get a car, you're wondering how I got it. I was at rest. <laughs> now, you know when you get a car, there's one weakness when you get a car. You just want to give everyone a lift. So there was a young man, he's from House of Faith. He's the one who does, a uh, very wonderful young man, Kakoma. So he, he had come home that day. I don't know what he was doing. And I, I said, do you want the lift like going back? Like just for the sake of it. Like, do you want the lift? He says, sure. So as we were driving, I was driving for no reason. I mentioned saying, ah, you know, I've been looking for office space. And then he says, you know, there's a place I know where there's an office space. Like, really? I said, yeah. And that's how he brought me here. So he brings me here, and I found that someone had reserved a particular office space, and the bosses made a decision, because the person wasn't forthcoming, so they made a decision that if on that particular day someone came, they would give it to them. And so I came just when they were knocking off, and I had a bit of change. That's how I paid. That's how we got the office space, not knowing that that was like putting one leg, like, ah. And then I sensed strongly that God wanted us to be here. 
And that's how, from a place of rest, we moved the church to here. And yet the only available time was from 06 to 08. No, 6 to 10, eh? No, 6 to 9 or 10, somewhere there. 06 to 10. How many of you were there those days when our services were zero? You all need, like, remind me, all of you need awards. All of you, I'll give you a certificate of participation. We need a special day for awards. Just to <laughs> and you know how I knew it was wild was when even, like, the people here when they were listening to us were like, are you, are you sure? Zero six? <laughs> Won't you lose your people? I said, I'll get new ones. <laughs> But you know what we sensed? Rest. And when there's rest, you work with joy. And we're awakening in the joy of the Lord. would come here at six. I don't remember most of the sermons from those days because the people would give me looks when preaching, like you woke me up. But anyways, I'm loyal. And, and God had given me a period of time and he told me after this certain amount of months so you receive a call. I'd even told, I'd told the board. said after this period of time you receive a call. And when that phone call comes, uh, you'll be offered the other spot as well. You'll be offered to buy, to, to go for the other spot in, if you want, the 10 to. I said, well, but buy, like pay for both of them. That's what he said. Now, this was a church which just a year before was struggling to like raise just, <laughs> just one pin <laughs> would have a meeting. Right now, Dominion is in a few months. It's 50K left. I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually feeling like I'm happy. I'm like, wow, only 50K. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, we'll be saying that soon about 5 million. Now, then a rest came. And when the rest came, what happened? We made progress. And that's how we are all here. Because one or two of you wouldn't have come if it was 6.30. I'm not mentioning who. This is where you tell your neighbor, saying, me, I would have come. Mm -hmm. I'd have still. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've shared that simple story to tell you that the reason why it was like this is because this vision, this vision has been born of God. First John 5, 4 says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. So there is the what, and then there is the who. The next verse gives us the who. It says, who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. When something is God birthed, it's, been, it's birthed with the ability to overcome. That's why we can be at rest. Praise God. So that's the prophecy God told me to give you. That's the prophecy he told me to give you. So you know what you do with the prophecy? You do what Mary did. I know there's a part, Mary was still curious, just like you. She was like, how can these things be so? And when she heard the explanation, there's a way she responded, which was different. Do you remember how the father to John the Baptist responded? The guy kept doubting. Paka the angel gave him dumbness. He couldn't speak. He didn't want him to mess it up. But then did you see how Mary responded? She said, be it unto me according to your words. 
Praise God. I want you to do that for a moment. I want you to receive this word with gladness. Unless maybe you don't want rest. Maybe say, no, God, in a sinifuna. Me, I mean, say, God gives his biggest battles to his strongest soldiers. <laughs> if you want that one, you can tell him, Lord, I've rejected. <laughs> but how do you want rest? Like, you need to make some progress. I'm not saying laziness. I'm saying rest. Because you need to make some progress, but it needs rest. How many of you would like that? Okay, wonderful. Yeah. So, I want you to receive this with your mouth. And I say, Lord, I receive this word. And then, no, I'm giving you like the tutorial so you do it. So, oh, you wanted to say after me. Okay, fine. As happens when you're the pastor, right? Say, Father in heaven, thank you for this word. I receive it with gladness. I receive it with meekness. This word is working in every area of my life. I am a person of rest. I work from rest. In the name of Jesus. You are my shepherd. You only lead me to green pastures, to still waters, and you restore my soul. Praise God. You know where amounts that needed, I don't know how much time to make them while you're there at your business, have been made in record time. That's called rest. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Would you have a minute to just soak this in? Just soak this in in prayers. Soak this in. Soak this in. Yes, Lord. That they may be multiplied thanksgiving. That there may be multiplied thanksgiving. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Second Corinthians four fifteen. The Lord is saying this. Second Corinthians four fifteen. I now see why he had me see this in my study. Second Corinthians four fifteen. <laughs> Are you ready to read it together? And once you read it, receive it. Corinthians, please. Second Corinthians chapter number four and verse fifteen. So you read it first as it is, and then we'll personalize it in the next one. When you see it, tell me. One, two, three, read. Come on, say, for all things are mine. All things are for my sake. That grace, having spread through me, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. So, what are you owing him? Thanksgiving. Like, you know what's going to happen to you? What? 
when it's time to pray, sometimes you won't know what to say. Tears will be your food because you'll be wondering, how can I say thank you? How can I say thank you? And then that impact will also have, you also have an impact on many others who will also be wondering, God, how can I say thank you? How can I say thank you? Thanksgiving will abound in the name of Jesus. Thanksgiving will abound. Say, out of my lips, Thanksgiving will abound. They will say of me, the Lord has done him well. The Lord has done her well. The Lord has done great things. In Jesus' name. Do you know how much progress you've just made? Oh, wow. What a service. I have been so blessed, and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordsavia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of